Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a Bishop. I just had a Gator. That's awesome. Aren't they great cigars? You know, they really, really are. You can pick up your own Bishop and Gator over at MartinezCigars.com. MartinezCigars.com? MartinezCigars.com has the Bishop and Gator in a variety of size packages. (laughs) Packages. You would like that, wouldn't you? (laughs) Anyway, head on over to MartinezCigars.com for the Bishop and Gator. Hello, my brothers and sisters in smoke, and welcome to another sermon from the Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios. Jeff, who let this guy in here to do this? I thought we were getting Pinky to do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit, coming to you from the Aladino Mobile Studios. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and not quite with me, but with me digitally is... Uh, in- in digital spirit is, is uh gator yeah yeah so yeah now yeah. jeff decided it was too icy for him to drive he couldn't he couldn't get out of the oldsmobile and get on the road <laughs> it's not so much the ice and snow that's the problem it's everybody else on the road that causes me issues Look, i didn't know if i could ford the uh river with my te- horse and buggy it's literally doing nothing jeff dude nothing. we've got an inch and a half of ice where I'm at. Currently. I have nothing. I have an inch and a half of ice where nothing. I am currently. Yeah. And, 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 the, now and, and if you went this, like five minutes up the road, you would have nothing. Yeah. And I have to get five minutes up the road. <laughs> I've already risked my life for you more than once. When? Those records are sealed and you know it. Okay. You, you, you asked me to say when, but you know that I can't talk about it for legal reasons. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Okay, now you're getting it. Anyway. What are we smoking? We got to celebrate Super Bowl. Yes, yes. Um, So as we said in, uh, I guess it was our last episode, that we were going to smoke something based upon the winner of the Super Bowl. So this episode, given the fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won, mixed feelings on that, but we'll get to that in a minute. I am going to be smoking a selection from J.C. Newman. I'm going to be smoking the J.C. Newman American and my cigar is the 6x54 Toro featuring a Florida sun-grown wrapper, a Connecticut broadleaf binder, and filler made from uh, Pennsylvania uh, Type 41 and Connecticut Habano. Interesting. I, on the other hand, am smoking my last barber pole from Ybor City. Yeah? I saved this cigar just in case. Well, there you go. That's and which which store did it come from, Nick? Because you know I can't remember. <laughs> I'm assuming Long Ash, but yeah, I don't know for certain because we shopped at a lot of them, and I kind of leave that up to you to know. You know this stuff. Yeah, this is from Long Ash. Well, since you don't have cellophane, I'm going to take mine out of the cellophane here. I don't. Okay. Now I see why you hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to decellophane mine before, and uh, I forgot, so I figured, screw I'm it. I'm proud I'd, of you. I'd go ahead and go with the gag. So you got to admit, there's something very satisfying about that. No. It's actually <laughs> really annoying. It was annoying me. That's why I cut it off so quick. So. Oh, my God. So. So. I guess it's time that we go ahead and uh, prep to cut the cigar. Uh-oh. You and Who's I are cut brought to us by. I would say you and I are together. Does this mean you don't? Ha- How are you going to cut in light? I've got my utensils. Here, look. You have what? A pair of kitchen scissors and a bic. See, 
Oh, see my flame? You, you do have a flame. And I've already pre-cut. If you look, I got no. a cross-cut going. I, I can't see because... So, guys, full disclosure, we're doing FaceTime, but which was at Jeff's request, but he doesn't have anything to prop his phone up on, and so... Uh, laying it on my fat... I was going to say, I just keep seeing, like, nothing. It's just, yeah. it's really it's unsettling. Bowl full of and, then when bowl he, and then when he does put it up to his face, I don't think he quite understands the concept of Zoom. Because, <laughs> like, I'm looking directly at his eyeball right now. It's really Is unsettling. Is this too close? It's just way unsettling. I could count your pores. Count your pores. Anyway, the official cut is brought to us by <laughs> Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Sorry, Missouri. Sorry, <laughs> Our man Dan over there. I spent some time with him over the weekend, sitting and chatting. We had a wonderful. I wish time. I had him. You never invite me. You never want to come out. Every time I, I do invite you, want to come hang out. No, you want to know. Okay, all right. We'll get into this now. You know what, Dan? I'm hijacking your ad so that I can rag on Gator for a minute. You know, you know why I didn't invite Gator to come out on Saturday night and hang out with us, Dan? You want to know why? It's because Jeff was hanging out with his ex-in-laws for game night. We had a good time. Yes, game night with the ex-wife Dude. and the ex-family. The whole Kristen's ex-family. mom makes kick-ass broccoli cheese soup, and I couldn't pass that up. So that so so you're giving me crap right now for not inviting you to Riverman so you can hang out with your but ex-mother you. with your ex-mother-in-law and her ex-in-law broccoli soup. Tech Technically, did you invite me? No, because I knew you were at game night. Exactly. Would you have come? No. But exactly. You didn't <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, that was fun. Well, had Back you come to Riverman, had you come to Riverman, you could have gotten any one of the cigars in his really great selection of cigars, ranging from. Does have a kick-ass humidor. The full range of the Martinez line. He's got the full yep. range of the uh, the Aladino line. I got to try the Aladino Connecticut while I was there. Oh, I was jealous that I saw yep. the picture. I got to try the Aladino Connecticut. Really good cigar. Um, I've been really high Shout on Shout out to the Aladino Mobile Studios. I've been really high on the My Father Connecticut, as you know. We just did a commercial and a commercial. Did well, you catch, I catch did, that? I did catch that. But but you know how I've been really high on the My Father Connecticut because it's kind of a Connecticut that has a little something-something extra. You know, it's yeah. it's got that creamy Connecticut flavor and everything. But then at the same time, it's got that little punch of spice that comes in at the in the final third boy absolutely that aladino connecticut rivals that my father connecticut as a connecticut that knows somebody and that if you're not a normal connecticut smoker you're going to want to try this thing and dan has got them he uh currently has them in the churchill size which is what i smoked but you know he's got a full range of cigars in his humidor you're going to want to check him out so Guys, if you're coming through the St. Louis area and you want to check out an awesome brick and mortar, make sure you go over to Riverman Cigar Company and check out what Dan has to offer. And if you don't have a brick and mortar in your area, but you want to support a brick and mortar shop, make sure you go over to Riverman Cigar Company and uh, give him a call and Dan can uh, hook you up. He does mail order. So you just call him up, tell him what you want, and he will get that box out to you the next day. So Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. Okay, now I'm going to do an extended ad for him. You know what else he's got? What's that? 
the Bishop and Gator. He does have the Bishop and the Gator. He's got the Martinez Bishop and Gator Cigar Pulpit Series. He does. And they are there for the taken, boys and girls. Currently the only brick and mortar in the continental United States that has them. Right. Yep. But it's coming to uh, other brick and mortar soon. But very, very right soon. Right now you get the exclusive there at Riverman. So with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. I prematurely cut. I know. You do. I mean, we've established your habit of the, the cutters on the back deck, and it's cold. Pretty, so I'm in the garage with the garage door open, freezing my arse off. Yeah, and we only have a limited amount of time until your ex-wife pulls up and sees you in there and decides <laughs> to boot you from the house for realizes smoke. I'm recording in the garage and kicks my ass smoking in the garage. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Then you'll be able to go to the farmhouse and smoke whenever you want because that's true. What the hell? True. Yeah, nobody's anyway. gonna pick up you there. So, cold draw time. Jeff, you've got your barber pole. What are you getting on the cold draw? I've got a gorgeous barber pole here, again from Long Ash down at Ybor City. And I am pulling cognac off of this cigar. I have a, ta- a, a definite taste of, it's the smell of cognac is the taste I'm getting on this cigar. I'm getting definite hints of like fruit and kind of a creaminess off of the American. There you go, creamy is, fruit. It's definitely... I mean, the cream is not like heavy. Um, it's just kind of there, a little bit there. But man, it's got that sweetness to it. <laughs> Shut up! I caught it. I just chose to ignore it and move past it. I don't even know what you're talking about. I, <laughs> I'm just gonna let it go. Let it go. Uh, you lighten up. I, I am, did the uh, cold retro. Did you do a cold retro? No. Oh, you bastard! I also got cognac on my cold retro. I was going to say, I don't know if my torch is going to work now, but it's uh, it finally fired up. It is indeed firing up. I can see that on the on the video yep. there. So I am currently sitting in the ice tent. This is the first time I've actually recorded from the ice tent. Is it really? How, uh-huh. how It's 32 right now. It's right at the freezing point. Hence, uh, we got all the uh, ice. It, it's, it's weird because if you look out of the garage right now, it looks like the driveway and the road is snow covered. It's not. It's ice. Um, whereas my deck right now is not covered with anything and, um, I'm actually sitting in the ice tent. I have my heater on high because I have, um, the window open, the one window open. I have the door halfway open because I normally have the, the computer fan attached to the vent going and then that sucks out all the, uh, smoke and I don't need to worry about having any of the windows and doors open and stuff. But, um, given the fact that we're recording, um, that fan was a little loud, so that's why I opted to go ahead and turn it off and just ventilate naturally. And pff, dude, I'm sitting here roasty toasty, doing good. I hope you don't mind. I'm making some noise right now. I've decided that the flip flops I have on are not cutting it, <laughs> and I'm currently banging my boots on the garage door so I can shake any brown recluses that might be in there out. And now I'm going to put on my farm boots. Why did you think your flip-flops would be good at all? You know, I really thought that heater was going to work, but you've seen the heater. That heater sucks. That heater is, that heater is off the ground and does not put any heat towards the floor. No, that heater. And I quickly realized. That heater sucks. And, you know, the other thing is you're also using a space heater inside of the uninsulated garage. I mean, dude. That's part of why I got the ice tent is because the heater, it's just too small to handle that large of a space. Yeah. And you have the full garage. You have the garage door all the way up. 
Uh, half. I'm good. Here, I'll let me turn you around. I'll let you see my setup. Yeah, here. I'm getting vertigo. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I'm getting vertigo. Well, God, you have but the heater this, literally this right by the, the. Is this the problem? You have the heater right by the edge of the door. Like it's right, practically outside the garage. Like, yeah, because I'm trying. I'm sitting as close to the door as I can to blow the smoke out. Is this so the ex-wife doesn't get mad at you? Well, I don't want to smoke up the house, <laughs> and the garage is attached. I mean, I used to smoke in the garage all the time. Although part of the reason that I got the ice tent is because of all the bitching I got because of the fact that the garage <laughs> smelled like smoke. You'll, you'll but, have that. You know, whatever. Anyway. Let's let's talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think we can say it now that it's over, can't well, we? Well, uh, before we get into the Super Bowl, why don't we talk about the cigar that now that we've lit them up? Uh, what are you getting okay. on your cigar? And again, we're smoking cigars in honor of Tampa Bay. Uh, mine's from Ybor City. Yours is from Newman, correct? Which is also in Ybor City. Yes, exactly. Yes. You th- what do you What do you get on your barber pole? It's It's a really good creamy um, cigar. Again, it's got that barber pole, so it's got a Connecticut, and I'm assuming I'm assuming a Maduro wrapper. I'm not really sure. It's got It's got the dark, you know, barber pole with the light barber pole there. So it's either Habano or uh, Maduro, but. Uh, good, good, nice, creamy stick. Every cigar that I got, regardless of the shop in Ybor City, I genuinely enjoyed. I didn't have one of those sticks that I didn't like. And how about yours? I, uh, it's, it, dude, this cigar is wonderful. I love the American. Um, I'm getting, still getting kind of uh, hints of that sweet fruitiness. And a little bit of uh, it's real creamy and and good in texture, um, or not texture, you know, sm- smoke. It's smooth right off the bat. Let me let me do a retro hail here. Okay. Oh, but it's got nice hints of black pepper on the retro hail. Um, <laughs> sorry, that hit me. Um, no, yeah, I was gonna say you need to you did a standing eight there. Definitely black pepper on the retro hail. So, um, you know what? I haven't done a retro hail on mine. Let me, let me go for it. It's just interesting that it's, it's such a, such a difference between the, the retro hail versus the actual flavor of the cigar. Currently. Absolutely. Yeah. I just did the retro hail in this barber pole from long ash and it, uh, it's definitely got black pepper, but not, not near the experience you just had. Well, there we go. There you go. So, well, well yeah. So Super Bowl. So yeah. So the Super Bowl. So I want to talk about leading up to the Super Bowl. Okay. <clears throat> so I had a stroke of brilliance. Uh-oh. And I don't know if it was completely me, if it was our friend John I and thought, you. I thought you were just saying that you were having a stroke, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it, it, it could be any time, let's okay. be honest. All right. So anyway. So FanDuel Sportsbook mm-hmm. had this deal where they had 55 to 1 odds on the game. Uh-huh. So I came up for new people that signed up. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So I came up with the brilliant idea that, you know, if you sign up and then bet on, say, Kansas City. Yeah. And your spouse signs up and bets on, say, Tampa Bay. You can't lose. No, it's it's hedging your bet. You're guaranteed to win. You were guaranteed to win. Guaranteed to win. Like $275 no matter what. Mm Mm-hmm. And we did it, and it worked. It did. I actually um, was the one in my household that bet on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so that money's coming directly to me. See, and I wasn't, and that's going to be a problem, I fear. (laughs) 
This is why you shouldn't make financial arrangements with ex-spouses. That's true, because I have a feeling I'm never going to see a yeah. dime of it, yeah. even though you're getting hosed. Even though her card provider, credit card provider, wouldn't let her like link to FanDuel. Yeah, because so it's betting our, or whatever. Yeah, so I had to make the bet for her. She wins because I took Kansas City. She took Tampa. And I'm never going to see a dime of that. Yeah, well, Jeff, again. <laughs> and Nick knows because he, he heard her say last night, very emphatically, I'm never going to see a dime of it. Yep. No, you got hosed, man. On your yeah, own, my, on your own idea, yeah. making your own bet. But again, this is why I tell you, this is why you shouldn't get into financial <laughs> arrangements with your ex-spouse. <laughs> I think she'll come around. But it was funny. I've got to say this. So we go over, and I don't oh, think any of your family yeah. listens because they're going to get mad. Boy, the so Ask I, the XX episode is going to be so fun. If, I know, right? If and when we actually get to that. <laughs> so did you so, ever give Jeff any of the money out of his idea, or did you just pocket that? <laughs> yeah, at some point, she's just going to get but storm out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go to game night with the X's family. Uh-huh. And I'm Which is why to, I didn't invite you to Riverman, by the way. Exactly. I know. So I'm trying to explain the scam to all of them because there are four couples. There are Kristen's parents, her brother and, um, you know, his partner, and then her sister and her husband. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to explain to them, if all of us go on and do this, like just sitting at this table, we'll make well over $1,000. And none of them did it because they couldn't wrap their head around the fact that it wasn't a scam. I mean. But it worked. You know, because you cashed it out. I mean, all I'm saying is I told it to my wife and she got it in five seconds. So I know. I mean, and, I was, and I don't know if they were just dicking with me because I explained it like eight different times. And I think they were just screwing around with me. But none of them actually went ahead and did it. And I'm thinking, who doesn't want $270? Why wouldn't you do this? The only person in the whole room that got it was Kristen's mom. She it clicked with her, but she couldn't get like explain it to Kristen's dad. He wouldn't go on and do it. So, you know, then she it wasn't a sure bet if you didn't both do it. <laughs> so, I mean it was it, you know, you heard me on the like no, talking I know. to Kristen about it on the phone. I know, like, it, yeah, no, it, her that it's a sure thing. It pretty she, much took both of us to like, yes. like berate her into doing it before she actually agreed to do it. And again, with my debit card, I'm like literally <laughs> on the phone screaming, "It's free effing money!" You, know? <laughs> you were. <laughs> I'm like, what are you arguing about? He, he was convinced that there was some kind of scam. There's no scam. All it is, I mean, it's it, what it was is it was a brilliant move by uh, by um, Fanduel to uh, to pay for customers. Yeah, you know, they figured exactly out they, they figured out their their cost of acquisition for new customers, and they basically said, you know what, we'll do we'll cap the bet at five dollars. We'll offer fifty five to one odds. It, it cashes out at like two hundred and seventy five bucks. Um, they probably figured that. They probably looked at the percentages of the country that were pulling for, let's say, Kansas City versus Tampa Bay. Because let's be real, nobody really likes Tom Brady except for people from Tampa Bay. And probably I'd say about 40% of the people from New England. Because you're still going to have some of those Brady guys that just love Brady. But then there's a maybe a percentage of them that are butthurt that he's no longer with the Patriots. So, yeah. you know... You're going to have those people that are going to pull for Tampa Bay. So, I mean, realistically, it's not a 50-50, 
oh my gosh, you know, 50% of the people betting are going to go Kansas City, 50% are going for Tampa Bay. It may have been 75% of the bets cat, uh, cast on that thing may have been for uh, Kansas City. I don't know. Sure. You know, that's sure. all proprietary information of theirs. But the point is, they, you know they figured that out. And they figured out what kind of, like, liability they're going to have in terms of payouts that they're going to have. And they but figured again, out they're making money and they're pulling in tons of information. If both... You and your spouse or you and your friend or however you work this bet on the opposite teams. It was a no lose. Mm-hmm. There was no way to lose. No, I agree. I dude, I get it. I got it. The minute you said it. Yeah. We're sitting at top shooters. And I said, you know, I think I'm onto something. And you were like all in immediately. Yeah. I was like Psh, done. Yeah. yeah Cause mm-hmm. it was going to be one of those things you and I were going to do it. If uh, the spouses didn't go along with it. Exactly. But mine did. So you were out in the cold with your ex-wife. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> she finally came around. But again, I I took she wanted Kansas City and she was mad at me that I took Kansas City first. And now she should she's be happy that anymore. she got Tampa Bay. Exactly. She's not upset anymore. Well, yeah, because now the full 275 is going to go into her account and it's up to the kindness of her heart to give well, you your half. And OK, well, now the one the after one the conversation real, last night, I can tell you what's going to happen there. <laughs> the one real <laughs> screw with this thing is I took the money off of my debit card. Un- under the assumption, wrongly so, by the way, that when I go to cash out, the money would just go back onto my debit card. Yeah, but they can't refund. Yeah. They can't refund more than what it was. You see what I mean? Like it made it makes sense. You, they either have to send you a paper check, transfer it via PayPal, or do a direct yes. bank transfer. And it's not yes. their fault that you use a rinky dink small country bank that nobody I do use that, I do use that doesn't even country. have online banking for god's sake no no they do <laughs> online banking but i have tried before like i tried to get into the whole um oh robin hood thing yeah. back when yep, you, yep, you were doing yep, it a while yep, back yep. and it wasn't over GameStop and all that goofiness no this but i tried to get on robin hood and it wouldn't even acknowledge my bank it's so small yeah so i couldn't even put a hundred dollars into robin hood to just dabble around in the stock market because i couldn't it wouldn't even acknowledge my bank it's true yeah which probably saved me a ton of money and you know well considering considering that somebody used your code to sign up for um uh fanduel and you got like fifty dollars in betting credit and you immediately pissed it away last night as soon as you got it yeah it probably saved you quite a bit of money but here's the thing that didn't cost me a thing and what, what Nick's referring to is, I went on and made two bets on the Blues game, which are immediate. And if I win, I win. And if I don't, I don't. And then it's you not picked money. three teams. You it put, was credit to use. And you put $10 down on three different teams that to win next, to win year's, next Super year's Super Bowl. And what teams were they, Jeff? <laughs> I picked the Arizona Cardinals, which I think could be legitimate. Really? Um, really? Really? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I picked, uh, who was the other one? Oh, I know one of them. Yeah, I. I but I want to say it last. So, what was the other t- here? I I sent you that uh, the ticket. Let me look. Did you send me? It's the in ticket? the. It's in. Yeah, it's in the text messages. Let me find it here. Okay. Oh yeah, here. So, yeah, here it is. Here it is. Yeah. The yeah. first bet was the Arizona Cardinals. Then I picked the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Because the Cardinals were, um, what? Uh. What forty one to uh, forty one to one? So you'd win four hundred and ten dollars yeah. if the Cardinals if, won. Exactly. If the Raiders win, it's uh, fifty what, to fifty to one. So you'd win five hundred bucks. 
But if the Detroit Lions win next year's Super Bowl, 120 to 1. Yeah. And you know why those odds are so high? Because there's no way in God's green earth the Detroit Lions are going to make it to next year's Super Bowl. Now, just remember. And I love all my fans in Detroit. But, guys, there's no way the Detroit Lions are going to make it to next year's Super Bowl. And even our fans in Detroit will tell you that, Jeff. Dude, how do you pass up 120 to 1 odds? You don't. You do if you know it's an impossibility. But it was free money anyway. It's a credit on the site. I couldn't withdraw it. I'm gonna, you know what? I took my shot. Like 25 NFL teams would have to get into fiery, death-filled bus crashes <laughs> for the Detroit Lions to have a prayer to make it to the that's Super Bowl. Really, that's really effed up. By the way, I want to. But you that get out. what I'm saying. Like seriously, you would have to eliminate three quarters of the league for the Detroit Lions to have even a prayer I, to get into the Super Bowl. I next cannot year. wait for next year. And. We're sitting here smoking a cigar from Detroit, and you're eating your words. Does Detroit even make cigars? I'm sure there's somebody up there making cigars. Got to be somebody. Hey, if you're from Detroit and you're making cigars, let me know. I'd be curious. Yeah, exactly. Holler we'll, at us. We'll smoke we're, them next we're year. Need your we'll, we'll smoke them next year when you win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you're making cigars, we'll still smoke them. I, I, I'm I'm being facetious, but you get my yeah. They're cigars, so we're going to <laughs> yeah, smoke them. But anyway, good God, Jeff! <laughs> oh my so, God! So let's let's do a round on our cigars real quick, and then we'll get into the actual Super Bowl. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I'm about through the uh, first third, and the uh, the fruit and cream has backed off. And it's transitioned more towards the uh, pepper and some earthiness. And again, I'm getting that creamy off of this barber pole. And I'm starting to pick up a, just little hints of black pepper as I smoke it. I'm probably a little past the first third, headed towards the halfway point. Very cool. Good cigar. And again, mine's from Wong Ash in Ybor City. And, I and have you're the smoking a lovely uh, J.C. Newman cigar there. J.C. Newman American. American. Yep. yep. So. Now, in terms of the actual game, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I expected a lot more competition out of Kansas City. Yeah, I, I really. So I'm a big Mahomes fan. So but his pocket, pocket kept collapsing. Well, and I know they had some guys out on COVID. So I think that, or uh, maybe it was COVID, or at the very least it was medical leave. So I know yeah. that impacted them. And then, and in fairness, Tampa Bay had some guys come back from medical leave that, you know, kicked ass so i mean you know for what it's worth it was what it was but well and um, you gotta admit you gotta give the defense for kansas city credit because if i'm not mistaken at least the first two possessions by tampa bay they shut them down they did and they stopped tampa bay at like the one yard line uh that one drive so i mean you know that was a really good stop so i mean for what it's worth there were highlights for kansas city it's i even called you then and said if Kansas City wins, that's the play that's going to be remembered where they messed up, and that that's not that play is going to be completely forgotten now. Exactly. Outcome, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was even the point you made to me. You said, "Yeah, only if they, only if Tampa Bay, only loses. if Tampa Bay loses." Yeah. And yep, that's pretty much how that went down. Absolutely. I thought the uh, I thought the halftime show with the weekend was pretty inter- or, uh, entertaining. See, I, I'm not going to lie. I like the weekend. Was- See, here's the thing. I didn't realize how many hit songs the guy actually had. I didn't realize how many of his songs I knew. Yeah. 
Well, I've got I've got a radio station, so yeah, and and, and I have a ten year old daughter, so I I know what songs are his. I did, but and I'm just sitting there going like, "This is his." Oh my god, this is his. You know, I mean, I, was, I'm was sitting there going like twenty minute. I'm like, sitting there going, well, yeah, exactly. It's what it yeah. always is: is twenty minutes of like you know whatever performer it is. I mean, I'm sitting there going like, "When's he gonna do Blinding Lights?" And and it's like all these other songs. And I'm like, holy crap! I didn't know he did those. You know, yeah. so and I didn't but, but, I didn't understand what was with the guys with the jock straps all over their faces. Okay, that's that's like a nose bandage thing. And I guess <laughs> I don't know if he had some medical procedure done, but he was wearing that around like two or three months ago. Okay, and so it was it was like an homage to himself, which I found really odd. That was weird. Um, yeah, I I thought that was weird, but. The, the the thing is, when I watch the Super Bowl, like, halftime show, I love it when, you know, you've matched up, like, Britney Spears and Aerosmith, and, you know, you have these collaborations. Yeah. And I knew that they weren't going to do it because they said they weren't going to do it, but I was hoping it was, like, they were going to surprise us and do it, and they didn't do it. And yes. that's what I was looking – that's what I like out of that is I like these mashups where they put people together and they just go, you know, just rock out and have a good time. And that's what I wanted to see. If I want to go to a weekend concert, I'll just buy a ticket and go to a weekend concert. Or you could just get up and refill your bowl of chips and heat up some hot wings or something during the show. I mean, it's not like you had to sit there and watch it. I got to admit something to you. What's that? I didn't have hot wings for the Super Bowl this year. It's the first time that I can remember in my adult life that that hasn't happened. I had quite the spread out here in the ice tent. Well, I made I made my chili cheese dip, which, by the way... If you guys don't make chili cheese dip, um, it's very simple. You just put a pan on low on the stove or a crock pot. You cut up some Velveeta chunks. You put in a can of Rotel tomatoes and a couple of cans of uh, chili and just go to town. It's incredible. Um, but we had pizza. Um, Kristen made some bean dip. Try to think what else we had. Um, oh, and I had some pasta house salad, which is a local restaurant here in St. Louis that I'd made up. So we had a nice spread. But it was the first year in probably 25 years that I didn't have hot wings for the Super Bowl. And a lot of that's because we've been eating them so much at uh, Top Shooters. Yeah. Like, it used to be a treat. Like, I'd run over to Hooters and get hot wings. And, you now know, or, or somewhere now else. It's and no now big it's, deal. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm, like, kind of burned out on the hot wings. So. Yeah, but you guys ate your weight in pizza. Yeah, we had all the pizzas. You had all the pizzas. There's a story there that we're not going to go into, but we ended up with extra pizza. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it the Great Super Bowl Pizza Debacle. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you just order double sausage? Why? Anyway. Why? All right. Maybe extra cheese and sausage. Whatever. Maybe. Why did you have to what get pepperoni? Else? Why? What else? Anyway. What else? Um, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. So what did you think of the commercials? Um, I like the Eminem one. Yes, the Eminem one with the guy from Shit's Creek. That one was cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Levy's funny. Yeah, you know he. I mean, he's just he's really funny. Although I thought the performance on Saturday Night Live was kind of stale. I didn't see it. Anyway. He was on Saturday night, and I really expected a lot out of that. And I just thought it kind of fell on its face. Yeah, but it sounds like anyway. Saturday Night Live. But anyway, yeah, it. I I was expecting more out of it than I got. Okay. Um. But anyway, back to back to the Super Bowl commercials. I like that. I thought the. Uh, the one dimensional, um, yes, oh. the the Doritos 3D with Matthew McConaughey. Yes. That yes. one, I okay, that was I have, I have two of them on my list because by and large, I thought they were really uneventful this year. Okay, um, that one with the Matthew McC- the flat Matthew McConaughey, 
Yep. And then the other ones that stand out in my mind when I sit back and I remember the commercials and I'm like, okay, that was a good commercial was yep. um the uh the Paramount Plus commercials. Ooh, I don't absolutely. know what it was, but the fact that you had the Star Trek Discovery people teaming up with Beavis and Butthead, and you yes. had that golfer like just rocket that puppet's arm off because it was frozen. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be paying your I'm like, we're talking about this. And <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, and then and then it culminates with the uh, with the uh, Patrick Stewart dance party with SpongeBob on the top of the mountain. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell kind of acid were the CBS people tripping on when they came up with this ad campaign? I loved every minute of it. But I don't. But it was it was crazy. But I'll tell oh, you yeah. what: Star Trek Discovery and Beavis and Butthead was the crossover that I never knew that I wanted, but I totally want now. <laughs> she said, "Crack." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and of course, Kristen just turns, looks at me, and goes, "That's you and Nick." I mean, there's some fairness there. there yeah, I, I <laughs> call a spade a spade. I'm uh-huh. just saying. But yeah, the other one that, and I'll tell you, the other one that I did not see last night, but I saw today that I did like. Was um, Sam Adams making fun of the Budweiser Clydesdales? Did you see that one? No. So they have. It starts off. How did with, I miss that? Oh, dude, it's great. Because it, it, Budweiser did not use the Clydesdales this year, and I I read an article saying that Budweiser wasn't going to buy Super Bowl ads, but they did. They bought like well for Bud Light and every other brand, but they didn't do the Clydesdales think, for some reason. I think that might have been locally, though. I don't know if that was na- nationwide. We may have only seen that in St. Louis. What the Sam Adams one? No, the uh, the the Bud Light commercials may have only been. Oh, single. maybe I don't know. Anyway, yeah. the point is, the Sam Adams commercial. It starts off showing the Clydesdales. It's zoom. It's tight shots of the Clydesdales all in the harnesses. You know, they're in the rows. You know, getting ready to to pull the wagon, the beer wagon, and then all of a sudden it shows a hand pull the pin on the hitch that attaches the horses to the wagon and the horses kind of ease out of their harnesses. And next thing you know, they're trampling all through downtown Boston, like knocking over carts and crashing into windows and just stampeding through town. And these three guys are sitting there just like, you know, oh man, <laughs> like, did I do that? It's like, he's holding the pin and, 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 you know, they're, but they got their Boston accents and shit. I don't know. It was really funny. I, it was kind of funny to me to see like, you know, these Boston guys just totally making fun of the Clydesdales a little bit, but you know, I'm going to have to look that one up. It, it was entertaining. So yeah, that all in all, I thought commercials are kind of lackluster, but the one thing I did want to touch on regarding the Super Bowl. Okay. I love how much positive attention. Tampa and the cigar community down in Tampa got from the na- na- uh, national media leading into the Super Bowl. Whoa, 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 whoa. How did I miss that? You had Good Morning America touring um, the Newman factory. No, you didn't. You had Fox News at Tabanero Cigars on 7th Avenue in oh. uh, Ebor. I mean, you had, um, I think, yeah, you had tons of of national attention on the cigar community in Tampa Bay and Ebor City during leading up to the Super Bowl. And I thought that was amazing because normally when you're hearing about tobacco products in the media, it's how evil they are. This, they were celebrating the, uh, the community. And I'll tell you this too. You know how the mayors of the towns typically do a bet? Yes. Well, the mayor of Kansas City, he put up Kansas City Barbecue. As, as one would. Yes. As one would. The mayor of Tampa, Tampa Bay, yep. she put up cigars, a box of cigars. 
that's how did I miss all that? I don't know, but it was I didn't there. know any of that had gone on. But dude, that's I awesome. mean, it was some great, great cigar coverage. Um for, very cool for Tampa Bay. Which actually this leads us into cigar news. Okay then. So the first story is uh, the cigars were out and lit at the after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl 55 last Sunday evening. Among the cigars being smoked were Tampa's own Diamond Crown Number no. 1s from J.C. Newman Cigar Company. And defensive end William Goulston was seen smoking a Davidoff Tampa Exclusive Edition 2021 that was sent to him by the uh, Davidoff store there in Tampa. And the cigar, cool. cigar manufacturers from J.C. Newman to Tabanero all received positive media attention leading up to the uh, big game, making sure that the uh, Super Bowl was a great way to highlight Cigar City. So I'll tell you what, man, that, that city benefited. The cigar industry benefited from the Super Bowl being in Tampa this year. Well, that's awesome. And I was worried about that because obviously the crowd numbers were down. Hence, all of the cardboard cutouts in the stands. Which, and which, I'm you glad know what, that they were able to get some positive which, PR out. You know what I would have done if I were a New England Patriot fan? What's that? If I were a New England Patriot fan and I knew that I could buy a cardboard cutout at the Super Bowl for $100, I would have rallied a large group of fellow New England Patriot fans and I would have had all of us buy cardboard cutouts. That way there's just a ton of them there. For a hundred dollars a piece, and have them all either be Bill Belichick or Drew Bledsoe, <laughs> just staring at Tom Brady with scowls of dis- disapproval. That would have been a just awesome, just psychological mind screw to have Bill Belichick just filling <laughs> the stands, staring at Tom Brady. <laughs> but you, you know, know I, I would go a different way. I would have picked out a myriad of serial killers throughout the country in in past years. You know the the Ted Bundys and whatnot oh of the world God. <laughs> and, and sent those pictures. Oh my. I did like how uh, Denver was using characters from South Park at their games. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I hadn't seen that. Yeah. They had like Officer Byer Brady like sitting in the front row. That is very Pretty cool. Funny. Well, our next story is an update on uh, the ongoing issue of uh, cigars in the courts with the FDA. So last week, the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia rejected a uh, long-shot legal argument that uh, would have sought to have the FDA's substantial equivalence requirements for premium cigars thrown out. Judge uh, Amit Mehta uh, ruled against the plaintiffs, concluding that the court had no authority to vacate the substantial requirements uh, because Congress gave the FDA the authority to regulate cigars under the Tobacco Control Act, which means that Congress also gave the FDA the authority to require pre-market review, which is the broader form of substantial equivalence for cigars. It's expected that the plaintiffs will argue that the FDA neither went through the proper steps uh, nor had sufficient evidence to regulate premium cigars the same way the FDA has chosen to regulate e-cigarettes, little cigars, or hookah tobacco, And currently, FDA's substantial equivalence requirement for premium cigars is on hold while it reviews its processes, and there is no timeline for when their work will be completed. So, okay, so I thought this was just kind of dead in its tracks, so maybe not. Everything is kind of stalled out. Basically, the FDA has said, we're going to continue to study it, and, you know, that's kind of where things are at. But no, it is not dead. It's just put on the extreme back burner. Okay, uh, I'm dead. Yeah, no, 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 no. So, it is not dead. 
So, so if this goes through, and I know we've talked about this ad nauseum, and I apologize, but just trying to wrap my head around it. If this goes through, we'll never have a new cigar ever made again that's, that can come into the United States. Um, it'll be extraordinarily complicated for that to happen, yes. Wow, and expensive, well, I'm guessing. Well, I mean, there are old ones, you know. I mean, there's the grandfathered predicates and stuff, you know. I mean, you've got brands that have put out cigars in the past that maybe they're not making right now, but they've made them in the past. So all they have to do is just file them again as like, you know, hey, this is the grandfathered in version of XYZ and we're just calling it this now, you know. So, I mean, there are ways to do it, but it's not going to be like today where, you know, you can have a new cigar out like willy nilly, you know. So anyway, so that's cigar news. Okay, not then. really a whole lot going on. You know what I think we need to do? What's that? Ask the boys. We can do ask the boys. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question? You ask the apa. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. So, guys, we need your questions for ask the boys. So make as sure, always, as always. So make sure you call the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000 and ask us your questions about cigars, life, whatever. Doesn't matter. You can ask us yep. whatever you want. I, and, I'll uh, be honest. I will field hunting, fishing, um, wild foraging questions. We've got it all. What, whatever. Whatever. So why don't we go ahead and get to our first question here? What's up? What's up? We're going to play a game of Fuck, Mary Kill. Jonathan Drew, Nick Perdomo, or Rocky Patel? Uh, ponder on that. Have a good day. Whoa. That, that, that took a turn. That did take a turn. I don't, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't want to, I don't want to fuck or kill any of those guys. <laughs> I don't, like and I don't really want to marry any of them either, quite frankly. I mean, you know. But- you know, and here's the thing that's jacked up about that game. And we'll say screw. We'll tone it down for the audience mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Screw, screw, marry, or kill. Okay? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. That's basically every relationship I've ever had. It starts off, I want to screw. Then I want to get married. Then I want to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, knowing you. Am I wrong? Knowing you, there's actually a lot of truth to that. Yeah, don't 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 tell Chris that I said the last part. She <laughs> listens to the show, so you know, oh hey. god, so yeah, we struck a balance. I don't want to kill you, dear. <laughs> Unless you hose me on my betting money, yeah. and then, then all bets are off. <laughs> literally, literally. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't really particularly have a desire to to do any of those things to any of those guys. Um, no. I happen to like every one of those people and know some of them personally. I mean, I've, I've at least through the show, you know, I was gonna say, I've at least talked to one of them. I mean, I don't think I've ever actually spoken with Rocky. However, I mean, I did, I met Nish and Nish is really nice and, yeah. you know, and then, uh, you know, Jonathan Drew, I mean, I've, I've met him very, very, very briefly at the barn smoker and, you know, I mean, he was polite, so I can't, I can't say anything bad there. So, don't you just want to rip those goggles off and run away with them, though? I mean, you know, 
that's that's a whole nother thing. So yeah, I think I'm gonna take a pass on the uh the screw Mary kill game there. But but hey, yeah. you know thank, <laughs> you do you, man. Thanks for the suggestion there. But yeah, you, you do you do you. Uh um, went up a notch. It did. That that yeah. kinda kinda did go that up. That escalated quickly. So all right, well, our next question here. Hey boys, it's Thick Smoke Ryan. I hope you're having a great day today. Anyway, I have a question for you that has been one of the greatest nerdy questions of all time and has been subject to great debate. Which would you rather be in control of, the Starship Enterprise or the Millennium Falcon? All right, I look forward to your answers to this one, and I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks, Ryan. I like that. I like that. Ryan keeps feeding us the nerdy questions. This is good. It's much less sexual and violent than the last one. Oh, question. definitely. The last one was <laughs> so sexual and violent. Um, well, I mean, let's be real. I, I, It's re- on the record that I'm a Star Trek guy versus Star Wars guy, so I've, I've got to go with the uh, with the Starship Enterprise. Um, okay. Now, let me... Let me I think I have the gonna... superior firepower with the Enterprise, too. Well, you get the photon torpedoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Now, I'll tell you, here's the funny thing. You know me. I'm a Star Trek nerd. Yes. But there's something about that whole swashbuckling pirate-like feel to the Millennium Falcon. I don't know, man. Eh. Ah. It feels like that ship's always ready to fall apart. Enterprise is all classy and new and put together. I'm, I'm sticking with the Enterprise. Uh, I don't know. Well, okay, think about it. The binars took it over with ones and zeros. How put together is it? I mean, well, now you're getting into when God, I don't want I don't want to go down this road cuz it t- suddenly turns into so which enterprise are you talking about? Are you talking about the the original or the A or the D, you know? It's like, no, I, I No, that was, that was enterprise D and the binars. I know. It and was. and luckily, luckily oh, God. uh you 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 had Picard still on the ship somehow, but you also had Riker who was in the holodeck just railing away on uh, Minion or Min. What was her name? Oh, dude, I'm gonna have to get you a, p- a pair of like really thick glasses with tape in the middle of them at some point. <laughs> Minion Minuet. He was in the in the holodeck getting off with Minuet. Oh my god! Am I wrong? No. The fact that I know that you're not wrong makes me just that much worse. <laughs> oh, the Riker maneuver, if you know what I mean. Oh my god, God, we're nerds. <laughs> yep, yep. I, all right, my answer's locked in. I'm saying, uh, I'm saying the Enterprise. I'm going Millennium Falcon. Good for you. Good yep. for you. Well, I mean, and you get to hang out with Chewie. Well, there you go. Okay. Okay. So next up. All right, well, next question. Viva la Tariscan! Viva la Tariscan! You mother clucker. <laughs> All right. Viva la Tariscan. Hey, shout out to the warrior people of Tariscan. And, and you know what? JRE makes a fine cigar named Tariscan that won the uh, Battle of the Budgets. Damn and straight. I just want to know who he's calling a mother clucker. Was it you or me? Well, okay, no. The mother clucker, I think, is a reference to the BF Chicken. Oh. BF has not been on since his arrest. Well, BF has gone underground since since he got mm-hmm. out of jail. I I have not seen him very much at all. Um, you know, I was actually other than, other than he commandeered our trip. He commandeered our trip. 
oddly enough, to Ybor City. Yeah. He flew with us to Tampa, and we didn't expect it. No. I look up, and here comes that cock strolling down the center aisle. Mm-hmm. It yep, was definitely, on the plane with us and definitely unexpected. But, yeah, since then, I haven't really seen him. So, I mean, truth be told, did he even come back to uh, with us from Ybor? No, he either was on a different flight or he stayed in Florida. And can you blame him? There, oh, no, I don't blame him, there but I'm just chickens saying. chickens running all over. I don't blame him, but my God, I mean, there could be there could be an international incident taking place in Ybor City right now with BF Chicken in the center of it. Well, now think about it. All those chickens running around Ybor City, he's probably set up a harem down there. Oh, see, there you go. There you go. There's just eggs laying everywhere in Ybor City right now. All right, well, you know, viva la tatascan. Viva, viva la tatascan. All right, well. We uh, we have uh, two more questions here, so okay. why don't we go ahead and get to those? So our n- next to final one here. Hey guys, it's Noah from Wisconsin, aka Mister Z Forty Nine on Instagram. I was wondering what your go-to celebratory cigar is. Um, like, what would you smoke on your birthday, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Look forward to your guys' answers. Well, okay, you know. That's it's a good question. It's one that floats around a little bit. I mean, you know, I've smoked some really, really good cigars, but I'm not going to lie. I think thanks to Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman, I think I almost, right now, if you asked me, if you were going to celebrate something right now, what would be the cigar you'd grab? I think I'd have to go for that Ashton uh, ESG. It's a good stick. It's a super good stick. It's um, about a $25 cigar, so it's not a not a... Cheap smoke, but at the end of the but day, it's, but it's not. But it's cost prohibitive either. But it's worth it. It's worth that price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll give you that one. Is that what you're going with as well? I. You know what? Oddly enough, it is. Okay. And you know, it, it's one of those where obviously I would tell everybody the Bishop and Gator, which are good cigars, and they're ours, and it's a cheap plug for us. But in addition. Um, I'm not going to lie. You know me. I don't have to have an expensive cigar to have a good time. No. And I, the, the one that I really want to try now, and you've really, you've really took it up a notch by having it this weekend without me, is that, uh, that JRE, that Aladino, that Aladino uh, Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> I've got to try that cigar. And is it as good as I think it's going to be? Oh, yeah. You're going to oh, like it. God. But you know what? You had to do game night. So, you know, well, now let, let me say this for you to enjoy a Connecticut. Those are not that is not your cigar of choice. No. It must be good. Oh, dude. I mean, I've got my travel humidor sitting here right now and it's stocked full because I plan on being out in the ice tent for quite a while after we're done recording because I mean, I have to edit this up and get it ready and everything else. So um, and I can tell you right now of the like eight or nine cigars I have in that box, not a single one's a Connecticut. Yeah. So, so it must be a good stick. The other is. one that I would say, and again, I'm 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 giving a shameless plug here to our studio sponsor, Aladino. But that Cameroon, you can't beat that Cameroon cigar. That nope. is a good stick. They are. And they're priced to where, you know, they're more affordable, just like everyday kind of cigars. Um I think exactly. I think what Noah's kind of getting at is you know, maybe so, that's why I went to the Ashton ESG is something a little more on the high price side, you know, th- that you're not going to smoke on the regular. That is more of a, a special occasion kind of cigar. But but even and, that, uh, I've got a humidor full of those. I've got Davidoff's in there. I've got a bunch of different cigars. 
And it, you know what? I don't have to have an expensive cigar to have a good time. I want to smoke what I want to smoke. I want to smoke what I like. That's valid. So that's me. That's valid. Yeah, but like when you go out for a special dinner, you don't go to McDonald's, you know? No, but again, okay, so let me say this. A special dinner to me is going out to the pasta house in St. Louis. And I know you kind of make fun of me for that, but I actually worked at the pasta house in St. Louis. It's a local chain here in St. Louis. And no, is it the Hill? Is it Zia's or or some of the other places over at the Hill? No, it also doesn't have that price tag. But I worked there and I've been in the kitchen and I know how clean that restaurant is. And I like the food there. So I'm not somebody that has to necessarily go to, say, Ruth's Chris, you know, to have a steak. I can have a nice steak somewhere, you know, for a third of the price and really enjoy myself. Okay. I, I, I actually, I will say this. My occasions are more about who I'm with than what I'm doing in a lot of cases. Okay. So, guys, what we've just learned is that Jeff's a cheap date. And, oh, yeah. And if you haven't learned anything in the 150-plus episodes prior to this is that he'll put out on the first date, too. So you get by oh. pretty cheap with Jeff. I mean, that's that's not even in question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud. All right. Well, one more call here. Okay, then. Hello. My name is Gil Renard. I am a private detective in the Illinois area. And I am contacting Nick in regards to some banned movies he sold to an officer of Illinois. The titles in question (laughs) are A Fistful of Nutsacks, My Ass, Your Cage, The Richard Gere Story, Homeless and Condomless, Two Guys, One Brown Recluse Spider, The Wrath of Khan's Dick, (laughs) Denny's Bed Bathroom Webcam, Robocock, The Naked Gardener, the Cunt of Monte Cristo, Developmentally Disabled, and Gay as Hell, and Godfather 3. My deepest apologies to JRE and the outstanding products they make. <laughs> oh, my God. There, there, that's our listeners right there, in a nutshell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, I I have no words. Do you see what you've done to me, Jeff? Oh my God, yes! <laughs> you've made me a, pu- a a smut peddler. <laughs> I didn't tell you to rent that porn to that cop. I, I was just doing my job. How many porn? You- how many porno movies did you rent out during your period of time working a family video? Oh, a gazillion. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I and mean- I'll tell you, every day, like if I worked a day shift and it was rainy and nasty out. All of these construction guys would just come flooding in there to get their porn, run home, watch it, and then bring it back before wife got home. Dude, okay, all right, I'm going to throw out a scenario to you, and I know for a fact that you had this. You had your regulars that would come in every day at the or or every uh, on the same day of the week, every week at the same time. They would yes. return their three or four movies. They'd go back to the door, uh, porn room. They'd grab three or four more. They'd come back. They'd rent those. And you wouldn't see them for a week until Tuesday at noon or whatever day it was that they happened to roll in and yes. return their videos and get their next stack. Yes. Yes. That they is, were, that is you had, very true. You had regulars that were hitting the porn room. Yes. The other thing that was very unsettling and it was very gross was some of the condition that some of those VHS tapes came back in. 
Yeah, I don't even want to go into that because yeah. that's a stomach turner for the audience. But really you, you guys have no idea how much of an animal your neighbors are. No, no, no. <laughs> it's gross. And let me tell you, guys, all these like you know cleanliness, safety precautions you've been doing for COVID, the wash your hands, the use the, the hand sanitizer, you know, that kind of stuff. Psh, take a shift at family video, and let me tell yeah. you, you'll be doing that forever. You'll okay. bathe in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nasty stuff. Yes. Oh. Now, I'll tell you. So I know I've talked about this, and I won't go into it, but we had the poor guy that we nuked his life when oh. he didn't return his videos. Don't give any. And we did the late Okay, calls. okay, okay. Don't give names. But, oh, no. But give the, give the, give the scenario. Okay. I know I've talked about this on the show before. Have you? So I, I, I'm pretty sure. So I'm doing late calls one night and I'm going, and what late calls were is if somebody hadn't returned a video, I think usually two or three days it was overdue. You'd, you'd call them in a gentle reminder. Hey, you need to bring your tapes back. Well, I do a late call and this woman answers the phone and I said, Hey, you know, just wanted to remind you, you know, you need to bring your, your videos back to family video. And correct me if I'm wrong. When you were calling about a porno, you never said the title never. of the movie, right? Never you, said the name. Yes. You would, you would all, was there like another name or I'm trying to remember. Just, what I would the, just say you, you haven't returned your videos. Your videos. You've got a yeah. couple of videos that are still out. They're overdue. That kind of thing. Yeah. So the woman immediately says, we don't rent it family video. What are they? And I look down and it's obviously porn. <laughs> and I just said, oh, I, you know, I lied to her. I said, I don't have the titles in front of me, but I know there are two videos that are out. Um, you know, if you could just check around the household and, and tell everybody to bring them back. So I go out, I get done with the late calls. I go out and I start running movies, which is putting them back on the shelves yep. behind their boxes. Yep. And the phone rings and I hear Randy, who is my, my teammate working with me. And he goes, oh, sure. I can log on and tell you what those are. Oh, and I'm no. running from the back of the store screaming no. <laughs> and he rattles off the names of the, the videos. Do you and remember what they were? I don't. God, I, I, I obviously, I honestly don't. The names of but pornos he, crack me up so much. They, they just stick out in your mind. Oh my god, so, they're so funny. <laughs> so he he rattles off the videos to the lady. Within two minutes, the husband calls back. I don't know why you're doing this to me. We've never rented movies there. Blah blah blah. Well, he obviously had because we had to scan your license in in order to start the account. You. Yeah, yeah. And and this guy had a pattern. So his wife worked like third shift or something every so many weeks. And w there was a pattern to the rentals and he would always bring them back. Uh huh. So later that night and, and this, we get calls back and forth like five or six times from these people screaming at us. <laughs> so the, the real screw was the fact that when I go to do the not scanned ins that night and Nick will know what those are, but for the audience, you, you get a not scanned in list and you go check the wall and see if the videos are actually there and just got put back in the bin. They but accidentally didn't, didn't get in. checked yeah. in, but they got put back out on the show floor. Yes. Those yeah. videos were there. So so he did return them. He returned them, and we nuked his life. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, I can't feel enough guilt over that. I have no idea who returned or who put him back on the wall and didn't scan him in. But I would retroactively fire them now if I could figure out who it was. And that's 12 years later. It was the most <laughs> awkward thing I've ever dealt with in my life. <laughs> and, but 
The the other, and I've got one more porn scenario, and again, apologies to Dan at Riverman and uh, J.R. Tobacco <laughs> Aladino Studios. Um, our, apologies to the sponsors. So my other awkward porn moment was I had a lady that I knew from the Chamber of Commerce and actually went to church with. And I'm in there working one night, and she comes in, and she says, hey, I need some help picking out some movies. And I said, oh, okay. I said, no problem. She goes, yeah, my husband and I, we're, you know, we're taking the camper and we're going, you know, wherever. And, you know, we're, we're getting away from the kids for a week. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, that's cool. And she goes, she goes, can you help me pick out a couple of porns? (laughs) Oh my God. And I literally went with a lady that I know, I can tell your name right now. Cause don't, no, 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 no. And she, I go back in the porn room with this woman and help her pick out videos that her husband might like. (laughs) <laughs> it was the most awkward, like, 10 minutes of my entire existence. <laughs> and bless her heart, she's such a sweet lady. But it was one of those deals where it's like, well, this is weird. This is weird. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, my only other really weird, awkward porno thing from Family Video was, um, so you know how, like, when the store would close at midnight, you know, you'd start cleaning up. You know, somebody be ca- counting down the cash drawers, you know, that kind of thing. And, yep. um, you know, you'd, you'd shut off the lights, but typically you'd throw a movie on, right? Yeah. There was this one guy that I worked with, and I don't remember his name. I mean, mind you, it has been 20 years since I worked at Family Video. Yeah. So I don't remember his name. He was a degenerate, and he would throw a porn on while we were cleaning up. Yep. And... I, I I never did that, but I worked with someone that did. And so, yes. I will say, you've never lived until you've seen the Pam and Tommy Lee video on 13 TVs at once. But <laughs> that's neither here nor now, there. I will tell but... you, we, we were much more um, uh, covert about it. We would turn off all the TVs facing the front door. So if someone, because people would come in and return yes. videos late. Typically, yes, that, yeah. that is yeah. the case, yes. However, one time... We we were judicious and we did turn off the TVs except for the ones facing into the store, not the ones facing yes. out of the store. But what we neglected to do, I know exactly where you're going because it happened to us. Turn off the speakers to the outside yes. of the building because yes. you know there's speakers <laughs> that pump out to the parking lot so that when you're walking up, you can hear the movie playing. You know that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So inevitably, that's when somebody decided they were going to return their movie while we were closing down, and they they heard whatever god knows movie he was playing and yep. um the actress was very much into her role and it was it was awkward because we got the look and it was oh, like yeah. and it was like oh god <laughs> but oh yeah oh my god the speakers are on yeah. no i lived through that exact same moment at the family <laughs> video i worked at in waterloo illinois as well nice yep so i know exactly what you're talking everybody about. who's exactly ever worked at family video that listens to this is hearing this and going oh yeah me too <laughs> oh yeah i've been there <laughs> this is all common common stuff but yeah some of the stuff okay so before we wrap up ask the boys here some of the uh, games we'd play um again uh, you know like on our fellow co-workers is you would take game rays, which were these little plastic like flat plastic little things with the video number and you put those out with the video games because video games would get stolen so you couldn't leave those out on the wall they'd have to bring the ambre up then you'd give them the video or the the game yeah the box or whatever yeah we would take those little orange plastic amrays and we'd get the ladder out and i don't know if you ever did this but we would take those and we would put them 
on top of the ceiling fans because there were a dozen ceiling fans <laughs> in the store. So the next morning, they turn the, on the fans and the AM rays would go flying everywhere. Just wiping out rows of videos because they'd hit them and knock them all down. And then you'd have to go around and clean the store before you could open. Nope. Never did that. But that's funny. And glad it didn't happen to me. One, the other one I did, um, which was always funny. It, well, okay. A couple of the other things you would always take the paper clips. And when you were bored, like on a night when nobody was coming in, you'd like attach all the paper clips together. So when somebody went to grab a paper clip, they just grab a whole string of paper. It's a chain of paper. Yeah. Yes. And (laughs) the other thing I would do is I would shrink wrap the change because I was, I'd get bored and and we had a shrink wrapper. So I'd shrink wrap everything. (laughs) And it would just piss off the person that came in and opened the next day because they'd come in and I would individually shrink wrap the pennies and nickels. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> oh, the, the owners hated me. Oh my gosh! And la- last but not least, one of the one of my other favorite things to do, and I only did it one time, is I took the old movie boxes. And Nick will remember this, but they used to have that um, that chunk of styrofoam uh, that would go styrofoam in, that went go into the box. The box. Yep. So it wouldn't collapse when somebody picked it up, moved it to get their movie. We, I took all of those styrofoams i took like 50 of them and i made a styrofoam stonehenge in the center aisle of the store one night before i left and jackie nickel was the manager that came to the next morning she called me at like 8 30 in the morning cussing me out because of this, this styrofoam hinge i made in the middle of the store because when she picked it up, there were all those little styrofoam boogers all over the floor. And she had to vacuum the store before she could open. And it was gold. Oh, my God. Well, guys, I think we've had enough uh, trips down memory lane of family video. So uh, yeah. make sure you catch your uh, questions into us for Ask the Boys by calling the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000 and leave us your messages and uh, you'll be on an upcoming episode of The Pulpit. So, Jeff, before we get into the um, weekly giveaway, yes, I thought it would be a good time for us to revisit our semi-regular, I would say, that. well, given the fact this is only the second time we've ever done this, I mean, I guess I can't say semi-regular. We, now I guess it's semi-regular. Segment called Put a Pin in This. Ah. What Put a Pin in This is, guys, for those of you who missed it the first time we did it, Jeff and I have very random conversations sometimes. And, and nine, we do. Nine times out of ten, they're not on, on recording. And we always, you know, are saying something. We're like, God, I wish this was recorded. And so what it is, is it's um, a list of topics that Jeff and I jot down so that we can remember them later to bring up on the show. But inevitably, we don't remember what the conversation was as much as we just have the topic. And it's usually not specific enough to remember, but, you know, it is what it is. So anyway, we should put a more explanative, explanative pin than we do we probably should but that requires more typing on my part so um so before we get into the topics for put a pin in this why don't we revisit the cigars i am down to the final third of the uh of the american final third cigar.com and 
it has gone pretty much full earthy flavor at this point. Yep. Um, and I am down to the nub and actually, actually am oh. giving because I was, oh, <coughs> the black pepper is you. black pepper is still on the retro hill. I literally oh. saw your head explode on the zoom call. Yep. It's still um, on the retro hill. I'm down to the nub on mine and I've actually just given it up. Um, I was burning my fingers, but that, and that was my final um, cigar from Ybor city. So we have got to plan another trip down there. That was a really good stick. It came to me from Long Ash, which is down on I, what is Seventh Street in Ebor City? Seventh Street or Seventh Avenue? I don't remember if it's a street or yeah, Avenue, and, but yeah. 7th. And you guys, you can't go wrong getting cigars there. I actually referred a friend of mine, Marco, who's going to be in Tampa. Um, he put a thing out asking for cool stuff to do in Tampa, and I told him the Colombian restaurant. I told him Ebor City as a whole. Um, you know, King Corona, and also to take a tour of the J.C. Newman factory while he's there. Um, he's not a huge cigar smoker. He's had a few, but, um, I think he's going to take me up on some of that. So, you know, I can't recommend that to people highly enough to get down there and enjoy Ybor city. I want to get down there again. I, I, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I want to go back down there. That's one of those oh. places that once I went the first time, I'm like, well, I just need to get back here. Why, why has this not been part of my life? I exactly. don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, so. Put a, put a pin in it. Put a pin in this. So the first item on the list is Al is a reptile man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, do you remember the context of that at all? This one I actually We're talking do. about Al from uh, the, the Good, Good Cigar. Cigar. And this one, I actually do remember the context of this. Okay. Because I don't. So do you remember back when Al Roman from the Good Cigar and the BF Chicken were having their feud over his hat? Oh, yes. Al did a video, and I think it was the first video, where he threatened the chicken's life if he didn't return the hat. But he yes. used some sort of a filter where it made his eyes really, really big, and it made his voice, like, really squeaky. I do. And, and he looked like a reptile. He looked man. like a damn alien. And yep. we were we had every intention at the time that was going on to bring up the fact that Al looked like a reptile man, and we never did. So... Yep. That's what that's about. So it's actually less yep. funny than I thought it would be, but but yeah. <laughs> Al Roman, the good cigar. It is the sexiest cigar podcast. Uh, next up, pooping while you die. That had to be a conversation about Elvis. <sighs> I don't know. Either that or you and I were talking about like you know if we're gonna die, you know I'd ra- I'd like to do it on the toilet. I I don't know. I don't I don't know pooping while you die. I yeah, mean, I do not remember the context. I mean, were we talking about like? how when you die you evacuate your bowels so if you're on the toilet already you're just being polite well, it's much cleaner for oh the, you're being for the, so polite the to the ems yeah. and the family and everything because i mean you know who wants True. to not only have their loved one hauled out of the house but then have to clean up a pile of shit you know i mean at least if you're on the toilet already when you evacuate your bowels it's like you know done yeah so is that a thing does that happen when you die i thought so is it an automatic? Pretty sure. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, you would unclench your muscles and yep. well, that's just disturbing. I mean, right? Yeah. So you better hope that it's like right after you did it or, never, you know. Never never thought about that, I'll admit. Well, I mean, it's not really your problem at that point anyway, but, you know. No, but it's not the legacy I want to leave behind. It seems like an appropriate legacy for you, though. <laughs> well, valid point. <laughs> I mean, 
I guess the only way it could get any more appropriate is if the EMS guys, you know, put your ass in the sink and clean it for you real quick. But what is my monthly cigar? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my monthly cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. We get the uh, Robusto box. We do. Four cigars for $30. And then there's also the El Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. Both of them come with the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And if you use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, get your free shipping on the first box and 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store where he carries cigars and accessories and all kinds of other fun stuff. Over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com. MyMonthlyCigars.com. So the next item up on the put a pin in this list is how do you look in heaven? Now, this, Okay, I think I remember this. Okay. I think this actually spun out of the pooping while you die conversation. It, it might have. So it, it's one of those, like, do you, do you have, like, like you shed the mortal coil when you die and your, your spirit, your soul, whatever, your, yeah. your essence travels off. Yes. And, and you always hear that when people have out-of-body experiences, you know, like when they die on the operating table, then they get pulled back in. Like they're always floating above their body. So there's some sort of consciousness that, that obviously or apparently carries on. Um, so when you go to heaven, do you look like yourself? Are you just a, a like a floating orb? Um, do you look like your best self? Or do you look like how you looked when you die? Like if I die yeah. at... 85 years old, which, you know, let's be real. I would be lucky to make 85. Dude, Um, dude, the two of us together, well, I was going to say, the two of us together have hit 85. Yes, I was going to say. But, um, you know, am I going to look like old man Nick, or am I going to look like 30-year-old Nick, or am I going to look like 10-year-old Nick? I mean, yeah, like, how how am I going to look? Or or will it vary depending upon, you know, I don't know. How how do you look? You know, because one of the things that I notice a lot, you and I both, you know, with our newspapers, we both get obituaries. Yes. And sometimes the photos that go with the obituaries are photos of the person very recently where they're maybe of age, you know? Yes. Sometimes they have a like old photo, like if it's somebody that maybe was in World War II, maybe they'll use their military photo from World War II or something like that, yes. you know? And so it's and and so it's like that's how they want to be remembered. They want to be remembered in that kind of a of a context. And so my question is when you go to heaven, you know, how do you look? Do you look like that World War II photo or do you look like the old man who died? So that's a question. So, to, you know, that I guess we won't know till we know. But is it a situation where you get to heaven and you kind of get to, to pick what you want? Or again, are you just a floating orb? But if you are, then how do people recognize you? I don't know. But all I'm saying is I have a very small window of time frame that I want to be... Um, you know, if I have the cho- if I have the choice, because um, I want I want to be thinner. What what age range <laughs> would you like to look like when you pass? Like, how do you want to spend eternity? Are you talking twenty five? Are you talking? You know, 30? I'm thinking two thousand eighteen, circa two thousand eighteen. Nick would probably be pretty good. Late, okay, probably late two thousand eighteen. Nick, because you know what, late two thousand eighteen. Nick, I had lost you know a decent amount of weight. But I was I was a little older, you know. I mean, I I could live with with late too. I was I was what thirty seven. If if 30, I thirty six thirty seven, I mean, you know, I could, I could live with that. If I got to pick, I would either pick like eighteen year old me because I was one hundred and sixty five pounds sopping wet, 
And, you know, it was actually fair. You know, I was kind of cute back then. Didn't know it till it was long past. Like, I didn't exploit that near like I should have. Um, <laughs> but if uh, if you go back to 2003, like when, when I had first got out of the Air Force, I was down to 180 pounds. And I was in really good shape. I was running two miles a day. Um, you know, so I'd probably say that, you know, when I was about when I was about 33 years old. OK, so, yeah, early to mid 30s, yeah. I think, is where we're both settling. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would. I, that's that's probably what I would go with. But again, do you get to pick or does how you've lived on this life dictate it for you? Maybe that's God's little joke on all of us. It's, you know, if we were kind of crappy, then it's, you know, the decrepit self that you see now. <laughs> exactly. All right, so next item on the put a pin in this list is um, <laughs> um, all it says, Jeff, is ATM. Oh, my. <laughs> we, we can't discuss that. I think that's going to be saved for a Zoom call. You know, it was put on the list. I'm We're going to save that for and, a and, and do not the, recorded The call. only time I put things on the list is when you tell me you have to put that on the list. So I'm blaming yeah. you for this being on the list. Yeah, blame me for that because I know exactly what that context was and we're not talking about It's definitely that. not automated teller machine, guys. <laughs> no. No. No, it is not. no. If you have a great story about kind that. Kind of flashes it, back to our family video conversation from earlier, but, you know, for, anyway. For, you have a great story that you can't tell about that um, that, that involved a politician. Um, have I not told that on the show? I don't know how you could. Maybe you did. See, that's the problem is we get together and BS so much and hang out. Yeah, I can't remember. Do I, I don't know what we've done on the show and what we haven't. I can't imagine you've told that story on the air. I don't think so, but maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Nick, Nick, let, let me just say this. Nick had to explain to a female politician. We'll leave it at that. What ATM meant as in automated teller machine. Yes. Because she thought it had to do with a mouth on a butt. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's, anyway. Anyway. It, let's, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to put another pin back in that. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. That's going to stay on the put a pin in this list. That had um, to be in your top 10 most awkward conversations you've ever had. Oh, dude. It was the funniest freaking conversation ever. Because, like, it's me and my friend John talking to this woman and we're talking about the the money machine and she just like you can't do that and we're like what and she's like you know what that stands for and we're like no and that's what i learned what it stood for i had never heard that term in my but, you know but even at that i've never heard who it referred to i know exactly what you're saying and i don't in want my, to go into in, it at the time that that was happening in my 30 years of existence on this earth i had never heard that term before fair enough yep so we're just going to we're going to let that one let that one slide yep anyway yep. The final thing on the put a pin in this list is keep a cone in my car for Jeff. Okay. I can explain that one because that was recent. Uh, Nick, when we go to record sometimes, he's always excited when he gets premier parking. I Meaning do. in front of wherever we're going, he gets the space right up front. Typically top shooters. Yeah, typically top shooters, but it could be other places as well. And he's always excited about premium parking so he doesn't have to park you know, way down deep in the lot where he's going to get mugged. And yes. I mean, I, not the that they hand, have muggings there, but, no, but, where, but wherever we are, but it looks, but not it's, it's an area of the lot. That's very far away, very dark. And I always joke about it being the area where I'm going to get mugged. 
Yeah. So anyway. I always tend to get premium, premium, premier, whatever you want to call it, parking, because I'll sit and wait. Like, I, I have no patience for taking a spot way down deep in the lot. So I'll wait till somebody comes out. By the way, you, you know, realize that's why you're not at your 180 pound, you know, running two miles a day. You know, oh, wait, exactly. Wait because I've gotten because you've I've gotten, gotten la- so lazy that you yeah. will wait for a spot. I've become very sedentary, so you don't have wanna... to walk. <laughs> well, I'm just waiting for the little handicap placard so I can really get. You know, I don't have to wait anymore. Oh. I can just pull up and park. Oh my god! So Nick pulls up the other day to Top Shooters, and that's what we're referencing with the cone. So he pulls up. And uh, he's telling me he's got premium parking. And I, I played a little gag on him and told him that I was still 20 minutes away when I was actually like a minute and a half. So he's getting ready to go in. And I said, well, are there any spaces around? He goes, yeah, there's one right next to me. He goes, too bad you're not here, you know, going to get here on time to get it. And I said, dude, you need to start keeping an orange cone in your car so you can just block off the space for me so I can just have it when I get there. And then I'll just move the cone. To which Nick said, go to hell. Yes, I was going to say, I'm not going <laughs> to. No. So I'm going to buy him an orange cone to keep in his vehicle for me from now on so he can reserve me a spot. But I'm not going to do that. Why would you? If I get you the cone, why wouldn't you? I don't want a cone in my car. It's no skin off your nose if you put a cone out for me. You just put it out and walk in. Nobody knows what it is. I pull up and take the space. I give you the cone back. That's so (laughs) obnoxious. That is so horribly obnoxious. But it would be hilarious. It would be amusing. But it would it's be. super obnoxious to be like, <laughs> I'm reserving this spot here. You know, it's like, no. Well, and we'll put a little placard on it that says Gator. Yeah, because that makes it all okay, is to have a little placard that says Gator. <laughs> I'm sure everyone will, will you know. Oh, everyone will honor that at Top Shooters. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Hopefully go, for sure. Oh, my. Well, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's um, uh, put a pin in this. It's been a little le- a little less uh, exciting than the last time we put a put a pin in it. <laughs> last time it was a little more a little more rambunctious. So I I think this led to some pretty good conversation personally. I think the original conversations were better. Oh yeah, but we can't put most of that on the That's air. That's the saddest part is that the original conversations are so much funnier, but it's just never recorded. <laughs> and I just can't be strapped up to a mic twenty four seven. Yeah, we've often talked about that, that we should basically have our own reality show going and just keep the cameras running. Because we say some really janky stuff. It would have to be like Big Brother, though. And I nobody wants that. Well, and we'd get one of those apparatuses where you've got like the three or four cameras. So you'd have like a harness that you wear everywhere you go. I don't want to wear a harness everywhere I go. (laughs) It's that or have a team of cameramen. I mean, which is more obnoxious? They're both obnoxious. Valid point. Anyway. Oh. Well, yeah. So put a pin in it. Put a pin in that. So how about we uh how about we give away some cigars? Let's do it. All right. So it's time for the weekly giveaway where we give away a prize pack of Martinez cigars. And guys, the way you get uh entered to win is by signing up for our email newsletter. Uh go on over to cigarpulpit.com, sign up for the email newsletter, and as long as you're on that list, you are entered to win. And um, we do plan on doing some stuff with the email newsletter at some point. We do here very very soon. Keep keep kind of teasing that, and uh, time keeps getting away. But I promise we are going to do something with it here. Very very. It's soon. all about hours in the day. It is. It is. It's all about that. So 
If you hear your name here, all you got to do is just reach out to me by Monday of next week and just shoot me an email at nick at cigarpulpit.com and tell me that you are the winner and give me your shipping address and we will get you added to the list. Then you'll be receiving your cigars at some point and everything will be perfect. Right now, thing, and I will say, again, I, I say this every once in a while, there is still a little bit of a delay. Um, Martinez, there's... It's a lot going on with Martinez right now. and um, Oh, they're slammed. They're slammed. And so it's really a matter of them getting getting product uh, put together and then getting stuff to me. So I swear to God, if you've emailed me and you haven't gotten your prize pack yet, I haven't forgotten about you. I've got a running list. Dave has the running list. You as know, soon as we get them, you'll get them. You'll get them. I promise you, you'll get them. But um, they're... they're the holiday time, it's it's just kind of weird. And like I said, there's a couple other things going on, but I won't get into that. But Well, and not to mention, they're cranking out bishops and gators like there's no tomorrow to fulfill all the orders for the retail stores. It's true. It's true. Yep. So anyway, why don't we go ahead and name off this week's winner. And this week's winner is Willie Pinero. Willie Pinero. Yeah, last name P-I-N-E-R-O, Willie Pinero. So all you got to do is just email me, Nick at Cigar Pulpit, give me your mailing address, and we will get you added to the list. So congratulations, Willie. Nice job. So I guess that's all the uh, all the business we have to attend to, Jeff. And Nick, I hate to tell you, um, I'm done with my cigar. I've closed the garage door. The heater's running, but I'm, I'm about to freeze out on you. <laughs> well, I'm still sitting here in the ice tent. I am also done with my cigar. It was really How good. How is the ice tent holding up as cold as it is? Fantastic, dude. I mean, I've still no. got, I still have the fan off, even though the smoke has cleared out. I have one window open. I have the door half open. And I'm not going to lie, I'm probably going to have to turn down my heater. It's a little warm in here. So I can no longer feel my toes in the garage. Are you wearing flip flops? No, I don't remember. That's right. I, I you switched, switched the boots. That's right. Yeah. Man. I've got my I've got my farm boots on and I'm still very cold. Tell you what, man. Very, very cold. Tell you what. You should have just trucked up here and used the ice tent with me. Dude, if if we didn't have an inch of ice on the ground right now, I would have been there. And that was my plan. I was coming up to your place. You were tonight. You were. Yep. And God said no. Well, there you go. He sent he sent an ice storm to to keep me away. He did that for the good folks of Indiana that time, about this time last year as well. He did. He did. Yeah, that yeah. was a treacherous drive we were on, and I'm glad we aborted and went the next weekend. It, it, we, it was a couple weekends. Wasn't it two was weeks? It, was it like two weeks? I don't know if it was the week or the week after. But I don't yeah. think it was the week after, but it was a couple weeks later. But yeah, that was yep. the infamous second stop on the uh, uh, Nick and Gator Traveling Freak Show and Cigar Evangelical Revival. <laughs> yes, it which, was. Which, which, good time. Which I'll say this: I think the 2021 Nick and Gator Traveling Freak Show and Cigar Evangelical Revival, I think that might be kicking off near the end of February. Okay, where are we going? I mean, you and I, allegedly, you and I have briefly talked about it. We haven't figured out all all details and everything, but the Illinois chapter of the Ash Holes is having a get together. Yeah. They're yes. having a get together in Chicago at Ultimate Cigars and Cigar and Hookah, um, and which is such a cool place. It is a nice place, and they've got a nice big humidor. Don't have bishops and gators, but we're going to try and fix that problem while we're up there. Yeah, we're yeah. And um, so anyway, so I think our first stop 
on the 2021 Nick and Gator Traveling Freak Show will be Ultimate Cigars and Hookah up in Chicago, Illinois on February the 27th. I think that's a Saturday. And I think the get-together is at 3.30 that day. That's right. It's early in the day. Yeah, I think it's at 3.30 on that Saturday. So I'm pretty sure our plan is to uh, get up at a decent time and drive up to Chicago so that we can make it to Ultimate. And then uh, probably crash up there and then come back on Sunday. So, I, Like I told Nick, the two things I need to do while I'm in Chicago, I've got to go to the Billy Ghost and get a burger. And I need to go buy some popcorn at Garrett's. And anybody that's been to Chicago knows exactly what I'm talking about. But see, the problem with those, Jeff, is that takes us into the city. Ultimate's not in the city city. So that True. takes us downtown into the city, which it's like you and I could go up there and avoid all the hassle of going downtown. And yet here you are taking us in, not just to a popcorn place, but also to a bar for a burger that you've been basically shot out of the last two times you've attempted to go up there and get one. That is true, because every time I go there, they've got a private party and it's closed down. Yeah. Yeah, that has been a little obnoxious, I'm not going to lie. I'm telling you what, if it happens this third time, I'm not going there again with you. Third third time's the charm, I will acquiesce to you on that. Either third time is the charm, or third time is the last strike, one or the other. But, yeah. Fair enough. So I think the Nick and Gator Traveling Freak Show will kick off off again this year Which is great, because that's actually... Now it's becoming an annual event. That's true. This will be the second yep. second annual. Can't have yep. a first annual. But you cannot. Will... First annual does not exist and stop saying it, people, because it's it, it's not it, it's, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. But this nope. will be the second annual, and then it'll be yep. real. So yeah. Once you do it a second time, then you can call it annual. And you can follow all of our travels over on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as the socials, at, as well as at Naked Gator, N E K K I D Gator. Oh, yeah, and that's obviously my page. Then we have Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. So make sure you sign up for that. It's a private group, so you got to request access. But, you know. A ton of interaction on that group, by the way. You need to get that if you're not. Definitely. I think it's great, because it's an opportunity for the parishioners to get to know one another. You know? Fellowship. Wonderful. It's all about fellowship. Yep. And then we have Twitter. We have YouTube, and you can always reach us out to us through CigarPulpit.com, or make sure you call the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000 and get your questions and comments to us that way. So cool. Well, Nick, I know we're not together, but this has been a good alternative, and I've had a lot of fun. Again, I can't feel my toes anymore, so I'm going to have to go inside. But, uh, you know, it's always fun to get together and hang out and talk. It's been nice to commemorate... Even though I wish Kansas City would have won, just because I'm not a big Brady fan. Um, yeah, I'm really pulling for Mahomes. But I'll say this, you know, the fine people of Tampa, I feel really happy for them because I think well, they're, they, uh, they they're got a championship city because they've also got the Stanley Cup. They do. I was going to say, they're, they're rocking it right now. So good yep. for Tampa. Living large. There you go. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit coming to you from the Aladino Mobile Studios. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Stay safe and stay smoky.